All right, good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here, Mass Mutual Eastern PA Brokerage Director, joined as always by my good friend Steve Parisi, President and CEO of IBC Global. Mike, I am fantastic, my friend. How about you? Good. My kids went back to school today, so uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, happy day. <laughs> right on. Right on. My own office to... back to myself. Sun is shining. All, all is good. Productivity levels skyrocket. Yeah, without a doubt. Definitely. Right on. Um, so we want to talk today. We, you know, we, we t- have talked about this off and on. Um, we want to talk a little bit about competition how to deal with competition, specifically how you train and coach your team on, uh, you know, how to face up to certain objections and particularly when someone from another company or some other type of advisor is, you know, kind of slinging mud in your direction. Um, You know, I think we've both, respectively found that to be a benefit to us um, because it gives you a chance to step up in a a different way. Yeah. uh, In my opinion, both of us share that mentality that, uh, you know, that's not our, our MO uh, to be throwing mud at anybody. Um, But you have to be real confident in what you're doing and what you're putting out there um, and be able to stand behind your work and, you know, your services. So, how does that typically unfold with your agency? What are what are some examples? Yeah, definitely. And I can can start with a story, um, and, and I'll answer the question you you asked real quick as far as how we train our staff and agents to deal with it, because them being on the front lines, they deal with it quite a bit. As far as hey, I was told not to work with your company, or people said this and that and that. I'm like, number one thing, do not be negative. And do not fight back. Do not attack the competition. So uh, I'll give you a a story here that will kind of speak to this entire situation as far as competition slinging mud at you. Because it happens everywhere. I I think, too, Mike, especially in, in your field, you probably see it more than anyone else with insurance companies like I'll, I'll look at Mass, New York Life, Northwestern, Guardian. If I ask about one company from a specialist there, they'll just come in and say, well, the other guys stink and here's why. I'm like, that's not what I asked. Like I'm asking about your product and your service. But they just immediately fight. Yeah. But let me get into the story. So when a little bit before COVID hit, um, our marketing was getting bigger and bigger and we market – how to design policies for maximum cash value. A lot of consumers are interested in that. Now, a lot of um, our competition does not like that. And what we found is they were constantly promoting don't work with IBC Global and Steve's company. The way they design policies won't work. It's unethical. And all of these things that were just negative. I'm like, wait a minute. This stuff's not true. And these people that I'm hearing this from I haven't even talked to them. I've never met them. So like, what, what's going on? Because they saw a video or whatever. So my natural inclination is to do what? Like if someone talks bad about you, like if you got, do you have siblings, Mike? I want, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to step up and fight. You want to step up? Yeah, naturally. Now, how I was raised and then also what I've learned in business um, helped me here where I had to constantly take several deep breaths and say, Steve, 
if you were giving someone else advice, don't do that. Don't go and try and knock them out because if I go fight with a competitor and say, oh, their stuff stinks and I do it in a video or something like that, what's what's a consumer who's interested in a product going to think about that? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so here's what we did. So a little bit before COVID, we start getting just a, on, just a frontal attack from numerous people. COVID hits and everything gets shut down as far as people not working at um, working at their offices. Everyone just moves home, working remotely, which means more people on, are online. Our business is predominantly online. At that time, a little bit before that, we increased our marketing budget significantly to get more eyeballs. And I thought about pulling back at that time too, when COVID hit, because I was nervous. I'm like, you know what, let's just leave it, keep the pedal down. So we have a big budget to get more eyeballs and competition throwing mud at us. <laughs> and my thing is just focus on the consumer, make things transparent, keep everything factual, data points, exactly the reasons why you buy, why the ultra wealthy put money in these products, just stay focused and do not go and attack the competitors. Don't disparage them, don't do anything like that. So what ended up happening is one, our marketing budget increased so everybody could find us. And then two, all of these competitors are attacking us. So naturally what's gonna happen if I say, oh, Mike does all this bad stuff. He's not a good guy. You should hear about this thing he did in the past. I'm looking him, I'm looking him up. Correct. So that gets eyeballs on you. So what happened is every all of these competitors, clients and prospects are now looking at us and like, hey, We'll provide just factual bullet points. Here's exactly how it works. If anyone asks, you know, yeah, here's, you know, whatever the person said, we'll tell them, but I'm not going to say anything negative about that competitor because I don't know them. Like half of these people I've never even spoken with before. And I can't, like, I'm not going to talk about someone I don't know or who I know for that matter. But anyway, um, we got all the eyeballs and we just took off. We were growing quickly. And then just imagine putting just a rocket boosters on the ship and just, accelerated into high gear. So it helped us um, tremendously because all these people just keep on throwing mud at us. And I think what, what a lot of people don't realize from a competitive standpoint is you get emotional because it's your business, you invest everything into it. But the instant you go and attack someone else that is going to put eyeballs on them. So you, you got to be careful with that stuff because what happened is people looked at it, they said, wait a minute, like here's all the data points competitors are saying this doesn't work but here's exactly how it works it's transparent like our big thing is transparency not hiding anything and we just took off from a a, a growth standpoint so a little long-winded there um any questions on that or any follow-up points no it's 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 hard it's hard to do i mean it's something that i made a point um i've been with mass now for almost 10 years i can't i, I can't believe it um and when I first started, it was very different from anything that I had ever done. And I found myself in this world where, um, you know, I was part of this mutual company and uh, I was all of a sudden on this, in this playing field with the other mutuals, uh, which is kind of like this weird little world that, you know, I wasn't familiar with before. Um, and I immediately took the stance that like New York life, Northwestern, Guardian are fantastic companies. Um, and they are. 
Um, but when we would be in competition, I was always complimentary. Uh, it wasn't fake. It wasn't, you know, a sales tactic. I just thought, you know, if I'm talking to somebody and they're thinking about buying a Northwestern policy or a mass mutual policy, I'm going to tell them that in my opinion, as a consumer, Northwestern is, you know, one of the top companies worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think you can't make a mistake you going can't. with a company like Northwestern. And I also think you can't make a mistake going with a company like Mass. So here's what you're looking at with Mass Mutual. And then, you know, I'm just going to try and arm you with enough information to make your decision. So I always, uh, I thought that that was a smart way to proceed. And it was a good way to kind of build the brand Yeah, that, you know, my brand is, is mutual. I, I really believe that mutuality is important. I think what we do is important. And I think that, you know, if my peers are successful, that helps my success as well. Yeah. Um, we would, I would be in competition sometimes and have somebody uh, blasting, you know, a Northwestern agent blasting mass mutual and I started doing this thing where I would openly say to the customer, whether it was a broker or a client, um, well, if you notice, I'm not blasting anybody, you know, which is, you know, yeah, slinging my own kind of mud. Yeah. So I had to even like kind of pull back on that. because I'm like, I'm still kind of getting involved in that negativity game. Yeah. And that's not what I want to do. Yeah. You know? It's it's hard to do because naturally, I mean, we we grow up like I grew up with siblings and like we just yell at each other. Oh, you're dumb. No, I'm better. <laughs> I have yeah, three brothers. Right? You're dumb. Yeah, four four brothers. You can imagine my poor mom raising us, <laughs> but she raised us well. Like now, it's like you cannot do that stuff. The negativity, like you've got to stay factual, stick to data points, proof of performance. If you're getting very technical with the product and such, um, but every time, like my agents have shared with me, and I've. Like I still work with people on a regular basis because I enjoy it, even though some of my mentors tell me not to do it and focus on growing the business. But so often, uh, I'll give you another story. Um, two of our senior agents had both texted me, this was probably over the past month or two, that they're working with prospects or clients now, and they're told by the clients, hey, I was speaking with another agent, you know, competitor, and they said, do not work with that company, IBC Global. They're unethical. They're going to do everything wrong. And the prospects, the clients questioned them. They said, like, what, what's unethical about it? Like, what, you got to give me some actual data points. And they couldn't give it an answer because the consumer is actually digging in, seeing everything for what it is. Yeah, your consumers are so informed, like, yeah, before talking to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we make it a point to do that. Um, but a purpose, uh, the purpose I, I mentioned that is, you know, as an agent, they get that message and they get it from someone they're looking to work with. That's how they make a living if that person chooses to work with them from a, a, a commission standpoint. And then they get that text message or they're told directly on the phone, hey, this other guy said don't work with you because you're unethical. Like naturally, that makes you want like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. <laughs> like that's the knee-jerk reaction. But it's like, well, you know, I have never met him before, but I can certainly answer any questions you have about myself, about the product. We can go through exactly how it works, give you some you know, data points and such, and keep doing your thing. And that way you can, can see everything. But we always try and be, you know, as ethical as, as, ethical as possible. But 
what ended up happening is both those cases said, you know, those other people just talk trash all the time. I'm working with you guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah like not the, surprised. Yeah, the, the message is, and I would do the same thing. Like if I'm working with someone, I remember my wife and I, when we were shopping for a car, and I think we talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into the full story. But one guy, remember, he was just going on like, our brand's the best, all these other brands, or the car's going to break down, they're no good, we're the best, these other guys stink. I'm like, dude, I just want to know about the car. <laughs> and then the other the other dealer that I bought from, like, yeah, here's the car, here's the features, the benefits, here's the price point. It's just like, it is what it is. I'm like, all right, let's do it. But as a consumer, I wanted the car. I didn't want to hear all of this mud about, oh, it might break down and such. It's like, I'm doing my research. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't try and sling mud at, at someone else. But I guess the learning point is, is if you're negative like that and attacking others, more often than not, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. And that will especially happen with people in sales, business owners, and people who are just considerate that don't like that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess I, I probably say that because I just realized I'm talking about a lot of my backgrounds as a sales business owner and, and trying to be considerate. But at the same time, like it's so true. You, you can't do that kind of stuff. It will kill you. And it really hurts your brand moving forward too. Like, Do you, yeah. do you find new agents have a hard time adopting this? It'll, yeah. I would think that they would just because of, like you're saying, natural reactions or our natural instincts. But really, from a sales perspective and from a uh, relationship building and even just like a sales process perspective, it makes your job easier because you're no longer kind of wading into unknown, negative, you know, now, now I'm battling. Now yeah. I'm kind of, I have to prove myself. Can't. you're it's almost in, in a polite way you're kind of dismissing that like look i don't know i don't know that person i don't know what they're talking about here's what i know yeah here's the you know let's let's keep talking about um I, you know i can keep showing you the features and the benefits of of what we do day in and day out i can't really speak to yeah you know I can give you another example, if you'd like, specific to our industry. So there was a time how we designed policies with a one-year term rider, Mass Mutual, Solicitor, Guardian, it's option Q. They all have different terms, but it's a, a blended PUA rider where I'll make a, a deposit. The majority goes into PUAs, and then a small portion satisfies the term cost. That term rider is one-year renewable term, so it can increase over time, but the net cost will often decrease if you do things right without getting into the details. Um, my point is we got a lot of just you know <laughs> negativity and just warnings from competitors, not to us, but to potential clients. Don't do that. It's a horrible option. Things will blow up. And like all of this negativity, I'm like, okay, like what are the specific points that are being questioned here? I don't care the motion and stuff that such they put into it. What I did care about, the, care about though, is they were saying this and my agents were having a, a challenge with it because it's a technical topic and people are asking, okay, I've heard these bad things, but I want to know specifically what is bad about this one-year term rider. I heard it can blow up like a universal life policy, but that's it. So I'm like, all right, 
what we did was create a dozen videos, more than a dozen videos, some short, some long, just factual. Here's exactly how it works. Here's where it works beautifully. Here's the danger if you if you underfund, but here's a lever you can pull by reducing the term to alleviate the problem. This is what corporations have done and exactly what they do when they stuff these policies so people with money are doing it. The riders actually came out uh, for the most part a few years after 1988 which was when that MEC law was passed. So what it allowed for is to stuff more PUAs into policies with the MEC laws, yeah, to make it more attractive. But factual data points showing here's policies guaranteed, non-guaranteed with the rider, without the rider, and not saying you might hear about all this other stuff, like no, 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 stay factual. And then this way for our agents, they could get educated. They could also provide the videos to those that they're working with. And now it makes life very easy for the people who could get the information they wanted to or that they needed and then make an informed decision instead of being caught up into this nonsense, this battle. Like, what What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, I I, I don't really understand the other side of that. Um, but I really do think if you're newer, less experienced or, or younger agents can adopt that mentality right away. And I, I know that they do because um, I know that everybody that comes on board kind of follows your process. Uh, I think that's a, that's a huge step in a variety of scenarios going forward. You know, I mean, that kind of mentality is going to help help craft, um, you know, even different conversations that aren't very specific to this, but, uh, you know, any kind of competitive situation. Yeah, so much. And it is challenging to do, but if you, you stay true to it and just right. give the consumer what they want, when those situations come up, you know, find out what the root root causes like what is the actual objection the factual bullet point like that filet mignon the center of the stake like that's what we need to hit don't don't get caught up like comparing illustrations whatever it might be um just remember that the consumer is interested in a high cash value life insurance policy if that's why they're talking to you or planning whatever it might be so make sure you focus on that need and not not come off as a jerk in any way shape or form because if you come off as a jerk whether you do it with a smile or not, making yourself a good guy, like people are going to see that. Certain see, people are going to get turned off by that. They're going to see through it, just just like you'll see through it. Like, oh, that guy's that guy's fake. Um, <laughs> I remember when I um, connected the first time with the uh, the attorney we work with, Elizabeth. I've I've mentioned her before. Um, she will actually. I, I've found this with her when she's meeting with someone she's extremely knowledgeable she'll test people um but she will she's an attorney so when i met with her i think she kind of tried to ruffle the feathers to see if i would react in that way i didn't know it at the time what, what was going on the first meeting i had with her and her clients when she's asking me all these questions insurance agents you know for the most part she hates them because she sees them trying to rip people off she's like no nope, can't do all this stuff ain't gonna work i'm like okay well Here's you know how we set up the products. Here's exactly how compensation works, just transparent as possible. And then the conversation just shifted over the, the, the call. And I think what it was, and I can look back at this now, and I've talked with her openly with, about this, is it was just she's trying to make sure that whoever is working with their clients, whether it's insurance or anything, is just being transparent and not getting emotional and defensive when someone tries to kind of like say, hey, let me actually test you here and see how you're going to react 
Right. right. Maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's it is it's easier not to get emotional yeah. when you're comfortable with with the content. You're an expert in the yeah. content, and you don't have anything to hide. That's that's the big thing there. Nothing to hide. Um, yeah. And she's good at uncovering. Nobody's going to uncover anything yeah. that you're you know you're trying to keep covered. Yeah, that's all. I, I mean, we're transparent with all that stuff, and, and I could keep on going on and on with the stories. I'll <laughs> I'll stop. Um, um, well, before good. before we go, let me ask you a question. Today's September eighth. Yeah. You know, we're heading into. Um, you, you and I, I don't think, put a lot of stock in like year end or month end or any of these any of these kind of things. I mean, every day it's just like get up and try try and do your thing. Um, but as we're getting into the end of this year, this has been a very particular kind of year, and we've got all these yeah. all these product changes coming from all these carriers. Are you seeing uh, or anticipating yeah. just like a monster October, November, December? I am big time. And the main, the main reason why is with the 7702 change. So with whole life insurance, with this change, the product will still be attractive. But for people that like the guarantees to know in a worst case scenario, I've still got that 4% guarantee, which is a gross rate, but the net IRR is still, still attractive. It's between 25 and 3% if you do everything right. And it's guaranteed. That's going away. Like it will not be as attractive as it as it is is right now. And we can get that through the end of this year. And then once 2022 hits, any new policies issued based on the new guarantees, like we're locked in. So what we've been doing, because I'm, I'm having trouble getting people excited about that, but I I I recognize that it's a it's a big like I'm I'm more kind of focused on the other side. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say about the yeah, definitely. Lock it so, guarantee. Yeah. So um, my big thing is not kind of like what, I, what we see competitors do, not say it's a fire sale. Get in right now because it's, you know, going to be doomed forever, whole life. And then I'm just trying to it comes off as me trying to get more sales for myself. Um, so what we've done, because we've got access to the new products right now, you can choose to buy the old one or the new one with the lower guarantee. So we've created a ton of content just to provide awareness. Here's the old, here's the new, same company, same product, different options, guarantees, non-guarantees. Took a lot of time. You just sitting there reading rider manuals and such. You can imagine that was pretty fun. No, I like that stuff. I enjoy it actually. Um, but going through it and then trying to communicate it in English for consumers so they can see here's exactly how it works. And then building the additional awareness to say, if you are interested, like, here's the time, like the window you can get in right now with the old one. And if you're comfortable with the new one, you can do that. If you get the old one and you want the new one after the fact, you can update it. Um, but really just providing more awareness through content. That's what we've been doing. We, we have seen more people say, hey, I want to get in now, like while I still can. Um, so I am anticipating the closer we get to year end, the more influx of activity we'll have. And also... The big thing is from our, our mission statement, transparency, people want to see both options. We'll show them both options, but we often show a, a lot of options to people <laughs> as far as different numbers and companies. So it doubles the, the workload and the influx. So we've prepared ourselves as a company to handle that. Um, but that's that's what we've prepared for because we're anticipating it. A lot of case design, a lot, you know. Yeah. So we've I got- mean, a, you're adding the, 
Yeah. It du- doubles it. I mean, the, the basic flow is heavy um, and that literally doubles everything, but it's, it's okay. Like we talked with case design and we've got a lot of softwares that help automate just simplifying the spreadsheets and such that took a while to develop. We've talked to sales to say, hey, case design, if we get overloaded guys, they will still continue to do the basic reports. But a lot of people want to see, all right, show me the internal rates of return, the guarantees and non-guarantees. Right. Like, like that's a lot. Like that's a lot to run. And I can't just send you a 50-page illustration with all that stuff. Like that's overwhelming. So we simplify it. But some companies to like extract that data, you can't – you got to convert a PDF. It's a mess. It takes time. So there's a lot of back-end steps. And my point to this is, hey – sales, what we're doing here is you'll still get the basic reports, but if your clients want to see more reports, we'll provide them to you. And then here's how to actually export them onto the simplified spreadsheets to make life more convenient for the client. Just steps and get everyone prepared because it's, I mean, it's going to be a lot, but it'll, it'll be fun. But it's over in January, that part. It's over in January. Yeah. yeah. Then you can go back to your normal, normal, uh, case design process. (laughs) Well, if anybody's out there listening, if you're an agent and you are turned on or excited or enthralled about what you just heard, because what I just heard was, you know, Steve and his team have built this engine where, and I've seen it live and in person, the support for an agent to help him or her, uh, you know, convert clients and prospects um, into sales and stronger relationships is, is just fantastic. I mean, you know, some of this stuff that you're talking about that, um, you know, it's just kind of rolling off of your tongue as far as what you're showing people from, from a case design perspective really is a ton of work that um, typically people are not going through uh, in order to satisfy the consumer. So uh, if you're at all interested in hearing more about Steve and his company, Please reach out or uh, look him up, Steve Parisi, IBC Global. They've got a great YouTube presence, and you can always reach out to me, and I can put you in touch. I'm Mike Courtney, Mass Mutual Eastern PA. Uh, we're heading into the fall. We're getting excited. We're not usually thinking about year-end, but uh, I'm excited for this last quarter um, see what we can get done here. Definitely. Steve, thanks for your time as always. Likewise. And and to wrap up too, what I like to talk about yeah. next time, if you'd like, um, just long-term care. We've got a lot of interest there, especially with what's going on in Washington state. So people yep. who live in Washington, but also in other states are looking at that saying, okay, I want to get something now. And I know you've got a lot more knowledge there than I do. So that might be a good uh, talking point for next time. Yeah, we can take a dive on, on some LTC products and yeah. kind of what we've seen going on in the market recently. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks so much. Cool. Thanks, Steve. Have a great day. You as well. Thanks, Mike.